So you're a woman beyond 50. What is standing between you and the dreams that you have in your heart? I'll tell you, it's the story that you're telling yourself. This podcast is about keeping our hearts awake and open to love because those stories are what closes your heart and keeps it locked up tightly. It takes courage every day to face those stories, about 15 minutes a day only, in fact. I'm Bernice McDonald, Courageous Happiness Coach, and that's the journey that I'm on in this life. I want you to find your heart again, to find the real you, the amazing, courageous, loving, crazy, sexy woman that you were meant to be. Yep, even after 50. You ready? Okay, come on in. Let's take those 15 minutes right now. Hello, my lovely ladies. Welcome back to the podcast, Open to Love Again, Embracing the Courage to Be Happy. I want to talk to you today about that exact thing, the courage to be happy. Why does it take courage? This is something that I discovered through so much of my life. And it's something that I'm realizing I'm going to need more and more going forward. You know, it takes courage to love. Love is something that is about giving. The real essence, the real bottom line of love, the real bottom line of life is really about being brave enough to live it, isn't it? When you think of it, every day when you wake up, as you did this morning, here you are on your path, on your life path, just you by yourself, because nobody else can walk that path for you, right? It's just you. People can tell you how to walk it. People can throw all kinds of things at you and try to force you to be something you're not. But bottom line is you don't have to become what they want you to be. And that's what I want you to know about life. That's what I want to tell you in this podcast. You don't have to be anybody except who you are. Now, what happens to us and why we shut down, why we lose our courage and get afraid is because we have all of these stories that we're always telling ourselves. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Think of you waking up every morning as you did today. I don't know what your circumstances are. I don't know what's going on in your world. But one thing I do know is that you are at your core a heart, a beautiful, incredible, talented, gifted heart. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, and it really does not matter what's going on in your life. You are a heart living that life, and you have incredible potential to Be the courageous warrior that you need to be in order to stand up for yourself and protect your heart. Now, remember we talked about the story of Sleeping Beauty and how 
Sleeping Beauty fell asleep after she pricked her finger on something that hurt her. She went to sleep. A wall of thorns grew up around the castle. A dragon was at the door. And I'm going to talk about the dragon more and more. Not going to tell you too much about that today. But the dragon is a key character in our story as we go through life. So there you are waking up. You're opening your eyes and suddenly you remember what it is you're facing today. Because all you have is today right here, right now, in this moment, only today. We don't have yesterday because that's already gone. We can't get it back and we can't change it. We don't have tomorrow yet, though what we do today will influence how our tomorrow goes. But for the purposes of this podcast and what we're talking about here, your story, all you have is right here, right now, this moment. You wake up, you open your eyes, you realize that right now, today, you are facing a certain um, kind of situation. And you have feelings about that. You live in a life And you have like a circle around you of events that take place and people in your life. That's who you are. You are a heart walking on a path and beside you walk many other people. Their paths intersect with you. Sometimes while they're walking along beside you, they might throw a rock at you. (laughs) They may throw a boulder at you, let's face it. And sometimes they are the cause or sometimes they are involved in the bombs that go off around you. So we have bombs, we have boulders, we have rocks in our lives. Things happen. Now you're expecting a certain amount of whatever today, right here, right now, you don't know what even what is going to happen this afternoon. All you know is what happened yesterday, and you are carrying the residual fallout of all of those bombs that went off and the boulders thrown at you and the rocks coming at you. You decided at the point back there when you were in that that here, that now, back, say, maybe it was a year ago, maybe it was 10 years ago, maybe it was when you were five years old, maybe it was yesterday. Whenever the bombs, the boulders, the rocks landed on your path and upset your world, you made a decision. You decided that you were going to uh, to be a certain way in this world. It doesn't take very many situations like that for us to begin to come to the conclusions that stories really are. When I was um, probably about, well, I'll tell you the grade four story. I know for a fact there, I had a, a teacher who was very mean She was like the evil fairy, and she definitely had a spindle for me to prick my finger on. (laughs) She 
kept our class terrified. I remember once she called me to the back of the class where her desk was. Everybody else was working industriously, trying not to draw her attention to them. And she called me back there and she she had a math test or some kind of an assignment I had done. Remember grade four. And she said, why did you do it this way? You know that this isn't right. Do it right. Show me how to do it. I didn't know how to do it. I was so afraid of her. I had no courage at that moment. Well, she slapped my arm. Just slap. That was like a boulder to me because the conclusion I drew at that moment about myself was that I was stupid. I did not understand math. And I felt like a fool because everybody in the class knew. And more importantly, I felt like a fool in front of her. I drew a conclusion. And you know, I struggled with a lot of my schoolwork from that time on. Yeah, I know. It was a, that was a terrible thing to do. And people, teachers aren't allowed to do that kind of thing anymore. My, you know, that was a different time and, and age. But the, the thing that I want to say is that I lost my courage about facing math at that time. It spread into a lot of other places in my life. Now let's fast forward because I know that what you're interested in is how do you open your heart to love again? And all of this played out all through my life every day when I woke up. Do I have the courage to live today? And many, many days I woke up and I didn't feel like I had the courage. I was afraid. I was afraid to do what it took to stand up for myself, to be the person that I needed to be to face my life in that day. Now, fast forward to when uh, my marriage ended. That was a terribly frightening time. Five years later, I met the love of my life. And at that time, I had begun to step into my courage. I had decided I was not taking crumbs anymore in life. No more. I was going to stand up for my heart. That took courage because it meant saying no. It took courage, but it was so positive and so invigorating because I decided no more crumbs. I was not taking anybody's emotional abuse anymore. I was going to be the person I was meant to be and I was going to stop listening to all the voices that caused me pain in my life and tried to tell me who I was. One quote, now, the man I met, who's now my husband and has been for eight and a half years, he also had fear. He was afraid about our relationship not working out the way it was supposed to work out. He was afraid that we weren't going to be able to create the kind of love that we wanted. He had lost his wife to death. He did not want that to happen again, but even more so, he wanted a relationship that meant a lot to him, a relationship. I mean, why really, and this is something we will get into later, but we, we get married because we want to be happy. We find love and want love because love is so important in life. 
And what we want is to be happy and what we want is to find a person that we can be happy with. A person that we can make happy, that we can create an atmosphere for so that they live in a world of love and acceptance and growth, just as we want that for ourselves. Now, we were afraid, Rod and I, that that life was not going to happen. And every step of the way, we had to remind ourselves, and this is what I so love about my husband. He was willing to really look at what was going on underneath the surface. He was willing to admit that there was fear there and to hear my fears. And we came across a, a quote that we often said to each other. And this, is, this brings us back to the whole point of today, which is to talk about our hearts on a path and how we need the courage to live our lives and to be happy to find our happy courageous happiness ambrose redmond wrote a quote um he was a writer and i just found out that ambrose redmond actually spent he was quite a wild guy a hippie a beatnik <laughs> who wanted to be a writer all of his life and did write but didn't actually become famous or known for his writing, except for this one quote. Now, I don't know if there were other articles that were published, but Ambrose Redmond actually spent the last three decades of his life in a wheelchair. Imagine that. Have you ever thought about that? How would I respond to life if I were a paraplegic, if I were put into a situation where my body did not work anymore and I was still living. Well, Ambrose Redmond wrote this quote that we, my husband and I, have quoted and still quote to each other. That courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important than the fear. Something else is more important than the fear. What we decided about our relationship and about our love was that finding that love, that happy with each other, was more important than feeling the fear and giving into the fear. We made the judgment that something else was more important than the fear, and so we went ahead despite the fear. Courage is not the absence of fear. You are going to wake up every day afraid of something. Stepping into your courage to do something anyway, no matter how much af afraid you feel, to try something, to go for something, to begin something new, to go towards a dream, that is going to take courage, but a courage that is there in the presence of fear. Now I'm going to tell you a secret. You know that dragon that we talk about standing guard at Sleeping Beauty's castle? To me, that's, that's the, I call him the fiery fear dragon. 
He's there to protect us, to keep us from doing something that's going to hurt us. Because in our minds and and forever, we have this guard that God put there in our mind to protect us. Because otherwise, we'd be jumping off buildings or trying to leap over cliffs. (laughs) But we have to have some fear in our life to protect us from doing stupid things. Unfortunately, though, fear gets in our way to keep us from doing things that we want to do, that we love to do, that we would love to try to do, like love. So, what I want you to do today, right here, right now, is to write this quote down. To make a decision right now in your life, that says courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something is more important than the fear. You write that down, you put it in your phone, read it 700 times today (laughs) and tomorrow. Remember, just because you're afraid doesn't mean that you can't do something. And then I want you to do one more thing. I want you to remember that life is simple. It's how you see yourself and how you see others. And I want you to forget all about that. And I want you to focus on one thing that you know you would love to have or to do or to be, but you're afraid. And then I want you to think about this quote. It's okay to have fear. What's not okay is to let the fear shut you down. Close your heart. All right. I, I'm going to attach this little funny picture because I love, I love, love, love stick figures. And I'm very visual. So I draw things for myself to help me understand concepts. I'm going to draw you a picture and I'm going to attach it here in along with this podcast episode. I want you to go and, uh, and to download it. It's yours and I want you to think about it. About the wall that crosses your path from your fear story and about getting to the other side of that wall. We're going to talk about how to do that on the next episode. How to demolish that wall how to start to think about changing your fear stories. Okay, remember, courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something is more important than the fear. You are going for courageous happiness. Talk to you soon.